0: the of Podcast. This is Troy. And Byers. And we are here with another edition of Late Nights at Blockbuster. Uh, we are finally here, Byers. Um, I, can't, I can't believe that it yeah. has taken us this
1: long. We've had so many conversations movie. about this movie. I had to triple check we hadn't already done it, like taking notes. I'm like, <laughs> we talked about this. We told it. Nope, that was just us. That was just nope. us having a conversation, yep. not recording. Okay. Yeah. So we we waited patiently
0: for a uh like i think i think i threw it out there um at one point in time when we were just trying to find a movie that hey let's we could always do the varsity blues uh, because we know that we both both love it we both bonded over quoting it multiple times to each other over and over again throughout the years of our friendship Um, but uh, this year in the year of our lord 2024 It is the 25th anniversary of Varsity Blues. This came out uh, the uh, January of my senior year. So January of your junior year. Um, so it is it is time for the 25th anniversary of Varsity Blues. And uh, I hope that it's worth the wait. <laughs> <laughs> so let's jump into our um, directed by, we've got Brian Robbins, who i went down the rabbit hole on this guy and it was very very interesting he is um do you remember head of the class like vaguely at all like it was like a 80s sort sitcom of rings a weird bell what this i got yeah done. this guy teaches um like it, anyway he's like the the bad boy Um, In this but I I could just barely remember it like it was always like something that was on after I went to bed, um, but I always saw previews for it. And so um, or commercials as they were known back then, instead (laughs) of (laughs) previous. But he he became like the the head guy for Nickelodeon and was like their head of programming and stuff but did uh, directed Good Burger. Uh, with Keenan and Kel, I, I'm pretty sure you know that one. Um, he also directed "Ready to Rumble," um, "The Perfect Score." Do you remember this about SATs? Um, they like go in, they steal um, the the test key to to have the perfect score on the SATs. Wow! A young Chris Evans and Scarlett Johansson in that movie, which I was oh. like, oh, I, I remembered the premise and remembered the movie title, but I did not remember. That both of them were in that previously, um, and then a buyer's favorite. You like this movie, or you love this movie? I just like this movie, Hardball. Uh, so, I, uh, so I'm sure yes. we're gonna we're gonna talk about him. I love it, and I love I, it when
1: you call me Big Papa.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you do, because because I do. Um, he's now the head of Paramount Pictures, so it's just kind of like this weird,
1: like, um, okay, timeout interesting like the guy responsible for varsity blues is now in charge of paramount pictures yes. this is
0: this is the world
1: we live in this is a this is a wonderful and terrifying world that we live right. in i'm loving this rabbit hole yeah uh the screenplay is by w peter
0: eliff he uh wrote point break the new one um actually no he had a story credit on the new or on the new one because he wrote the old one and they ripped off enough of it that they had to give him a story credit. <laughs> um, Patriot games um, and then uh, the, obviously this movie, but also a movie that we need to talk about because um, you know how I love my rabbit holes. Prayer of the roller Boys Excuse have you me? yes. <laughs> We're going to read this real quick. <laughs> it stars Corey Hay and Patricia Arquette. Um, and um, in a dystopian future, oh, I lost it. In a dystopian near future America, a young man infiltrates a powerful drug dealing, rotor blading youth gang that runs his town in order to end their reign for good.
1: The saddest part is that, like, you told me this ridiculous name, and I'm like, "What is up with this?" And then you said Corey hame and it all made sense. It all made sense. It all right? made sense. It all yep. came together. Yeah. Ah, oh, so
0: good. uh oh, I I won't go down the dream a little dream rabbit hole again since we're talking about Corey will <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll I'll decline. Okay. Um. So. Just, just thought I would throw that out there. These are the fun things that you encounter when you go on a IMDb deep dive.
1: So, and we have to tell them to each other because when we yes. tell them to our wives, they look at us like we're stupid. <laughs> so, we... <laughs> it's like when you
0: say uh, uh, the name of an old-timey baseball player, you know that I'm going to laugh and she's going <laughs> to look at you like you're crazy. Yeah. So, uh, um, all right, we've got uh, our. Nice tight casting here. I'm not going to step on any of our other categories. So we'll just go with James Vanderbeek stars as Mox, John Boyd as Coach Kilmer, Paul Walker as Lance Harbor, Ron Lester as Billy Bob, Scott Kahn as Tweeter, Amy Smart as Julie Harbor, and Ali Larder as Darcy. So we'll jump right into it. Uh, Byers, what did you love about this movie?
1: All right, well, I, I got to give this caveat
0: that I'm glad that you're doing this already
1: because I hope that you're doing I, what I'm doing. Yeah. Yes, I, watching this as a 40 something year old parent of a teenager is a much different experience than watching it as a 18, 19, 20 year old. You know, when <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's a little cringy now at this point. Yes. I'm just going to be honest, uh, yeah. stomping on a later category a little bit, but uh, yeah. yeah, there's I I I was. I couldn't sleep one night last week this past week before we recorded this and so it's like you know what i'm just gonna go do this now like it was on my schedule for that week anyway i'm like i can go watch harsh blues and just like knocked it out because it's a nice quick moving little thing mm-hmm. um and wow i just kept going oh wow i'm glad my children are asleep nowhere near this tv <laughs> multiple times because right? wow. <laughs> like, i like i love this movie i've watched it dozens of times but it's been a while it's not like on the frequent watch list that's what i was gonna say too and uh yeah 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 this is uh somebody uh you know after the first couple years we hadn't done any rated r movies and someone was like when are you gonna start here you go (laughs) i know we've done some others before but wow here you go um but no it's it's this incredibly exaggerated look at like small town high school obsessed Mm -hmm. high school football obsessed life and so yes it's like a caricature of that community that culture but deep down all it's all true i mean like yes it's kind of over exaggerated for effect in some moments but like the general sentiments below everything the attitude of the town and the people around it yeah that felt kind of spot on having lived in those kinds of communities uh, for part of my life so um so that's always a little fun just to be in this ridiculous but somewhat familiar place. Um, and look, you just have some just outrageous characters in this movie that I love. Um, I went to high school with Billy Bob. Not not in real life, but <laughs> ours was nicknamed Donut. Okay, that was his nickname. One of my greatest joys was watching film one time. It was actually from practice. We we would film our Tuesday night practices. We practiced late out on the field under the lights. And they would film and coach stopped the film because donut got knocked over he was a couple years younger so he's running scout team he, get, he gets he's on his back and we watched him repeatedly try and get up like have to roll over to his stomach because there was no sitting up like he had to flip himself over to get up that that was that was good old donut um good i love donut he was a good kid um he, he was he was fun but billy bob reminds me of him all the time so it's a nice it's a nice nostalgic trip to hang out with Billy Bob for an hour and a half in this movie. Um, yeah. the weird little brother who's like super religious and goes yes. through all these days. I had nowhere else to put him. And I'm like, <laughs> this kid is so funny. Yeah. Um, how did you start a cult? <laughs> just... Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> trying to eat breakfast with the cross on his back. Like that's like an SNL skit come to life. Like... It is. <laughs> yeah. It so is that's, that's Yes that's exactly what that is i love that description um so just some really crazy characters in this environment that is nostalgic for me Mm -hmm. um and then you throw in some like just absolute killer late 90s soundtrack for this thing yeah um and i love it i I give it a 10
0: i give it a Yeah, um, I, I obviously didn't play football, so I, I feel that I, I felt that you were gonna, uh, you were either going to give it credibility or tell it or say that it was ridiculous, and you um, gave we'll it, get and to you some did ridiculous later, and, yeah, and you did both, um, and we we definitely have our our plot holes and quibbles, um, but uh, I can't remember. Um, I thought that there was a story out there and I couldn't find it again. Maybe I was just thinking of when, uh, when Peter Berg was really trying to get Friday night lights, um, optioned, um, as a movie. Cause of course that comes after this. Um, but I'm almost positive that, uh, they tried to sue them, uh, because it was <laughs> so close to it uh, and it does feel very, very close to it. Right. So, um, But uh, they were, um, I I just put random stuff in here like you know that I love to do, even though we have a a portion of it at the end. Um, I was just watching uh, Mox and Julie under the bleachers, um, or what it would seem like under the bleachers, maybe it was outside, anyway, and I was just like, what is he wearing and what is he doing because he has his oversized football jersey like tucked into his gene flared <laughs> pants yes. and i was just like no that was the thing that it was, was a, that was 100 a thing uh in uh 98 99 it'll um, be again in a few years right we're going so oh they, it's already happened i saw some kid <laughs> in, with jane um at uh xavier <laughs> school the other day and i was like yep comes around. We're, we're that old. Um, I love the way Joe Harbor, uh, Lance's dad reacts after he hits the Lone Star beer can off the top of his head. He gets this like hyena, like cackle, <laughs> like I, I, I can't do it justice. Um, especially, um, after I've been sick all week and my, my voice is trying to come back. Um, I just got it back. I'm not going to lose it again. Trying to go for a, a terrible gag. <laughs> Um, and I love where uh, Moxon uh, has this uh, uh, thing that he does where he whips the ball at the mascot um, instead of spiking it, even though he's giving up like a good like one or two seconds. Um, oh, at least he does it. At it's, least. it's definitely for to play out for the movie. Um, but I love the one time that he does it to the Hornet and the dad laughs and then he's got his broken nose <laughs> yes. and, and he just kind of like stops laughing. Oh, and, wait. Oh, man. <laughs> um and uh last but not least uh an, an another movie that uh owes uh hoosiers slow clap a uh, a writing credit here um we had rudy early, uh, last year and <laughs> so we'll throw this one in there it's just like the trope
1: is there you know why not yeah so if any movie should be pulling out tropes anyway it is varsity blues like True. you just want to yes. lean in this yep. is it
0: <laughs> yeah so uh so let's uh, let's move on into uh, favorite scene. You mentioned that it's an hour and forty five minutes, but they they chop this bad boy up into a lot of little scenes to get to football games. Obviously, um, are kind of the bigger the bigger chunks that we look at. But what did what did you have for uh, some of these? I, I just like them, but then like
1: it was like oh that that lasted it's like ninety right? seconds, right, <laughs> or, or yeah. even less, right? So. <laughs> Like, should I just put this in Drax or does this count? Kind of right. Um, I, the, the opening is really good where he's setting the tone and Billy Bob's picking everybody up. Like, I like yep. that. Mm-hmm. Um, Wendell's just hanging out. He's messing with Mox a little. Um, bows down and kisses the ring when Lance Harper right. comes out of his house. You know, uh, tweeters showing off his butt cheeks, all those good kinds yeah. of things. Um but my favorite part of that whole thing is him drinking the syrup the whole time while he's talking. Yeah, like it's just peanut butter pancakes with the yeah, with the syrup, yeah. the whole jar of peanut butter just dipping in. The pigs in there, it's it's good stuff. Yeah, uh, I, you mentioned this
0: before, um, but it, and it's before this scene, but it is really short. We've got this quick intro to Mox. He's reading Slaughterhouse Five. He's just like obviously the backup. Um, his dad's like very much in his business and his brother is at the cross is on the cross at the <laughs> breakfast table uh just trying to like it's just so funny like as a dad i've never identified more like with the what what are, what are we doing here what are we doing here <laughs> not that any of my kids have done that but like just the pure frustration of them. i'm
1: trying to have a serious conversation and somebody's messing it up yeah i'm offering both of them 20 bucks to do this sometime right next time <laughs> i see them just so you know do, you, do like i i so to throw in a, a
0: little uh laugh your way i was like ah oh, it's been a while since i watched varsity blues it's definitely rated r i definitely have to skip two scenes but maybe the cussing's not that bad. And then, I, <laughs> and then I watched it again and I was like, wow. wow. It has been way too long. Because I was thinking like, oh, maybe maybe uh, Xavier would like it because he likes football, you know? And so like he would be uh, uh, entertained by it. But I was like, yeah, no. like, no. I was a <laughs>
1: senior when I watched this and that was purely, that was fine. Yeah, so. yeah the two scenes, you're definitely skipping. But yeah, the rest yeah. of it was like, oh, wow. I remembered those. I forgot all the rest of this stuff. Right. Especially uh, Tweeter. Like Tweeter's whole character. It's whole character. <laughs> and spoiler, when we get to what's what hasn't aged well, um, what it, doesn't hold up, yeah, it, that's, that's, Tweeter. That's what doesn't hold yeah. up. Number one thing. There's some other stuff too, but Tweeter's at the top of the list. Yeah. By far. <laughs> um the next scene I have uh after that, um I actually jump to the the party after the first game. Um mm, Okay. And mostly the my favorite part of that one is them going up to the guy from like the eighties. Yeah. that's still hanging out at the high school party <laughs> and hitting him with the baseball bat and recording and stuff. But like, just, just the idea that some dude that's like class of 1980 is hanging out mm-hmm. with these high school kids 20 years later. Yeah. I'm like, this is so sad, but so true. Like these people exist. This yeah. is a real thing. Um, high school is the best time of my life.
0: Well, and they didn't even say that it was like homecoming like I know it's, it's just a game <laughs> you can kind of say like okay homecoming yeah that's what that's for especially small town um like that's what those
1: those games are truly for but ugh, yeah it's think to come to the homecoming game yeah it's a whole other go to the after party like, right. that's yeah. just creepy and crazy yes. stop so. that yeah <laughs> Yeah, uh, I had the pep
0: rally before that because it was a lot of Kilmer just doing his thing, like hushing the crowd and like doing the
1: <laughs> go, whatever go, that thing is back, with his arm. Go back, go back, back, back. <laughs> stand him at all.
0: <laughs> yeah, like uh, ridiculous. And then of course, this is where Lance Harbor gets to shine, where he comes out and everybody or all the ladies are doing the. Uh, uh, I was laying in
1: bed last yeah. night. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, i had that one before the party I, I can't deal with the pep rally scene simply because the microphone is pushed to the side the entire time they're talking huh. like that's all i can think about is like you're standing at the podium and the microphone is pointed the opposite like it's literally pushed out of the way so you're just talking to nothing i, I maybe it's the sound guy in me that i'm just focused right. on like mm-hmm. idiot you're not talking into the mic no one's talking into the mic. Like, he's leaning forward like he is, and it's pointing in the opposite direction. <laughs> like, <laughs> somebody missed it. Um, after that, I have the William Tell uh, barbecue scene. You already kind of mentioned it because of mm-hmm. uh, Harbor's dad's incredible reaction afterwards. But especially when you couple it with the other thing you mentioned, with Mox hitting the mascot in the nose and then his dad realizing, oh, wait, he hit me and he broke my nose on purpose. <laughs> like, yeah. But... That's, it's a very telling scene, but also just ridiculous for these dads. Right. Still trying to act this way. Like you see, you see some roots of the problems here. So. Right. Yeah,
0: no, for sure. Um, I can't remember. I, I cut that one from my, I had to whittle my list down. So I don't know where. Um... Oh, practice with mocks at the helm of the W's. like. Um. I'm not going to step on my on my Drax award, but you know why I love this one. <laughs> yes, I do. I, like Kilmer <laughs> just loves to give, like the, the guy that is the two dads' friend, like just used to ride me the same the same way. way 20 years ago. <laughs> 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 oh, that one, that one probably has like the most laughs per capita of like the scenes, like I don't know between him and Kilmer. And then um, uh, uh, Mox talking about the oop-de-oop and stuff.
1: So, yeah. That's,
0: Can't let that yeah. one
1: go. And I, I yeah, I had to leave that one for you, even if I'd had it on my list, because it's it's your name. So, <laughs> um, and then I have, I have when Lance gets injured and Mox gets to come in. Yeah. Um, the moment you could see coming from like the beginning of the movie, like, all right, this this kid's got to play at some point He can't just be narrating this normal story so right and especially as it's the third mention now but when he hits the mascot in the face and the dad realizes it's just
0: yeah (laughs) um i've got right after that the third game where they win and mox gets the like the superstar treatment and he he gives the uh the oh shucks like
1: (laughs) that's the post-game interview
0: yeah you thanked god (laughs) and you said you were only one man (laughs) that one that one gets me i had that one too yeah because he's he is kind of like she sees through him because she knows that like it's almost like false humility um but he's trying to figure it out the best way he can you know not become a jerk overnight you know
1: yeah um no definitely had that one too um i also had tweeter stealing the cop car like when he takes the cop car it's just (laughs) great i'm going home going home he just hops in the car and takes off he's like yeah i love radzi's back i'm going to jail like he knows it too Um, And and if we weren't a PG podcast, I'd have the follow up where the cops complaining about it the next morning, but we can't quote any of those lines. So I've got um, Mox goes to talk
0: with Julie because he knows he messed up um, at the uh, um, at the uh, the drive in. And uh, he's trying to did you just want to call it the Alamo freeze because we've watched too much. Right I know. Right. <laughs> um, so the actual name of it in real life is the top notch restaurant. Cause that's the same restaurant that uh, they used to dazed and confused. So I mentioned that in the dazed and confused podcast. So yes, now we've did. come
1: full circle here. So. There's a great duo dazed and confused and varsity blues. There you
0: go. So that one, that one, I mean, just shows me Mox is like still, he's trying to hold on to his decency and he knows that he did something stupid and he messed up and he's asking for forgiveness, but not quite in the way that he should. She sees right through it. So.
1: I think the next one I have after all that stuff, I I don't want your life conversation with dad. Yeah. Like the conversation right before the last game Mm -hmm. and dad's trying to talk about the game, he's like, I don't want. Like, he just gets into brown, right. and Dad just wants to talk about the football game, and they kind of have it out, and you see, you see it boil over completely for Mox. They're like, I just can't do this anymore. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, and right after that,
0: he leaves that to go be with Billy Bob uh, because um, Billy Bob's uh, pig bacon. His pig dog bacon his uh did they, who did they give it to his, guy, bro- his little brother his little brother yeah, he just dropped it off it. said you know how you take care of him yep so he goes out and has a heart to heart with billy bob which is probably the most poignant scene in the movie if not for or, or like him and his dad talking is probably just too short um and billy him and billy bob is like the emotional core of the movie.
1: yeah because Billy Bob is the core of the movie. That's right. Um spoiler. Um when we get to the end. Sorry. Um, oh wow. <laughs> um, that's not a surprise. Don't even know. um I jumped to the the halftime confrontation. Like the first mm-hmm. half of the the last game has some cool moments. I really like Wendell's high step, yeah. Craziness at one point in that one. Or that might be in the drunk game. I can't remember which one that's in now. Um but the, the halftime confrontation with Kilmer when they're about to put the needle in yeah. when it all comes to a head finally and they all refuse to go with Kilmer. Mm-hmm. He's still trying to somehow get them to, come on now. Yeah. Like like right after with? he chokes him. I'm right? just <laughs> trying to choke one of you. <laughs> but I'm gonna but, cl- I'm gonna collect myself. <laughs> it's it's gonna be fine. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. Um I'll have all my quibbles from that point on later on, but I, yeah it's a good thing
0: no i i legitimately like i that was the next one that i was going to talk about um and then uh the last one of course is just the last game that second half like um what's funny is is like i always mix up um the end of the replacements and varsity blues because he talks about heroes like he says the word heroes yeah. like 500 times and they play heroes by david bowie at the end of replacements uh, but they have kind of the same sentiment of uh and we'll get into some of that in quibbles um i'm sure um yes. <laughs> but it, it ends very much the same way so yeah. Okay. yeah so all right what's your favorite one Ooh. are you gonna go funny or serious I know what you're going to do.
1: I actually think it's the halftime confrontation with Kilmer. So what's funny is, is I knew you were going to go serious on this Yeah, one. We go, we have a serious movie and I'm trying to find the funny moment. And then we have just a ridiculous movie and I'm like, you know, <laughs> I'm going to take the slightly more serious moment. Right. Not completely serious because Billy Bob's still threatening to rip people's arms off and beat him to death with them. So I mean, it right. can't be straight faced, but. <laughs> no, I had
0: a feeling that that, that one, that scene is just too good. You know i mean like having gone through everything that you you've seen them go through you know just yeah. standing up for themselves and no one scene really stands out i think i guess the my close second would be the i'll agree with you that halftime is the the best one but the practice with uh mox at the helm <laughs> just like kills me every time so yeah all right um drax i did really good on this. I feel like the the things that we do say to each other, it's like this movie is not like chock full of lines, but a lot of the lines that like I say, I say a lot. Yes. Okay. I don't know if you uh, you felt
1: the same way. Okay. Oh yeah, there's a few I mean, come on, you named a fantasy team for years after this movie. <laughs> um It was it was also a very common text message between us anytime we saw an oopy oop on TV. Yes.
0: That was my favorite thing. As soon as I got a phone, it was just like, "Hey, now I can tell buyers every single time every single I time. see
1: you. Yeah, it was a two-way street. <laughs> Which game? Try and go find it. Um, I don't know if I was good or not. We'll see. Okay. Um, I probably wasn't. I have a lot. I, I did really It felt like good I was job. doing really good, and then I had just hit this. Sh- thing kind of towards the end was like oh no i gotta put that i gotta have that i gotta have that and had like six or seven just when i thought i was done so
0: i i narrowed it down to 14.
1: okay i'm only at 17.
0: okay that's good
1: i did good and we'll probably have some shared absolutely we did did good then yeah considering and and there'd be like 25 but we have to cut a few things right um a couple of them you can
0: get away with a couple of words here and there and, and uh, yeah figure, we can figure edit a
1: little and get the message or i can just do part of the quote right um and i'm laughing because i can hear something in my head that i can't say out loud okay gotta go on <laughs> <laughs> can you just get those out now and edit them all together in one time um, um no i'm gonna intersperse them and make you laugh <laughs> Um, i love billy bob the opening when he when he makes the pig when he makes bacon get in the back and goes i love that dog mox goes, right i think it's a pig and billy bob <laughs> just kind of looks at him and goes yeah <laughs> i don't know what to do with this
0: right oh, i had that one too um i forgot about this one uh mox walks in uh to uh, the breakfast table and his dad says son did you pray for playing time? And he goes, yeah, I just spoke to Jesus upstairs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh. Oh, that's good. Um, love right for the game. They're getting ready and tweeter walks over mocks. You'll see my new end zone dance. So that he's singing this dumb little Bingville can't sing my dance, but then he goes, you want to know what it's called? <laughs> yeah the new tweeter in zone dance <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: so good so good i use that one way too much uh when we would play football uh back in the day when we didn't realize that we were uh setting ourselves up for lives of uh chronic knee and ankle and right. hip and back pain yeah uh playing uh, tackle football with no pads or anything yeah, no. yeah. Um coach Kilmer, sometimes a man of a lot of words, sometimes a man of few words at the pep rally. Tonight we play Bangvale. Tonight we beat Bangvale. <laughs> Everybody's just like losing it and he's like All right, quad down now. So the Texas accents. I love I notice how your Texas accent is not being hidden like you're uh like your your Uh, english accent that you like to have this
1: one comes a little more natural where i does um, does. so i had a friend growing up she always had like she was born where we lived it was not in texas not quite and she still has a texan accent (laughs) what's wrong with you (laughs) my wife who was actually born in Texas, no accent um my friend born in new mexico accent so i don't i don't know what to do with that but if it's in Hobbs, then that counts because they they think they're West Texas. so the, with this whole area is West West Texas. Yeah. Um, more and more, there's discussion of trying to become part of West West Texas. so <laughs> some days. Um, when Billy Bob takes out the two guys and knocks himself out and the trainer's out there. how many fingers am I holding up? Mox for some reason, Mox is on the field too, <laughs> right? I, I don't know why. Hold on, hold on. It's got to be true, false. Billy Bob, true or false? The man's holding up some fingers. True, and I love how there's a question mark. Like right, 100%, right? Part, yep. there is 100. Right, but it was a question mark.
0: Oh, for sure. I had that one as well, and the tweeter end zone dance. So um, I'm going to steal this one because I know that you've been you, you you've been wanting it. Um, uh, so they're sitting there drinking, drinking beers and playing quarters and Julie's just housing uh, Billy Bob just making him drink and he just looks pale he looks pale throughout this whole movie but he really looks pale on this one and uh, he doubts his uh, his uh, shot and then he goes makes this awful noise and uh, James Vanderbeek says you think about calling some dinosaurs <laughs> Billy Bob goes I figured I'd give him a holler. Then he goes and runs and pukes into the washing machine.
1: <laughs> oh, and then looks over and says, I left some hot dogs in there if y'all are hungry. Oh. <laughs> y'all are hungry. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Um, am I allowed to talk about Pedro? We can't talk about Pedro, right? That, that one doesn't. That one, all right. I just want to make you laugh a little. Um, <laughs> i almost the, said the i best can get a one, one in them. that whole scene is the other kid that talks <laughs> yes <laughs> is, is that one of them is that one of them is that, is that one um when, when moxon goes in for the first time i think it's the the friend we were talking about earlier that is up in the stands goes that moxon ain't worth the charmin extra soft he wipes his butt with <laughs> So,
0: I, I didn't put the whole thing together because, like, Mox is like shouting this at Kilmer, uh, like during the practice where he's he's got the dummy there and he goes, What are you doing, boy? And he says, Oh, it's de oop. Yeah, you overload with four strong, uh, four wide receivers over here and leave the other one over there so you get single coverage every time. And he goes, de oop, give me your break. That's the as much as I can, uh, <laughs> I could put it
1: there. Mr. version right um the version you get if you watch varsity blues on a uh, Emirates air or something where they have to edit all that stuff out there you go <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's only an hour and 20 minutes on those flights um, <laughs> shorter movie right um gilmer comes with smart it's that same the same scene you're talking about i think yeah. uh, the oop-de-oop scene where it's like dumbest smart kid i know yeah So, so the, I had that whole, that whole exchange.
0: When did the circus come to town? I didn't see no trucks. It would have been six if he had held onto the ball for which team you listen hard, stick to the basics, stick to the basics, stick to the basics. We are a running team. You call what I tell you to call. You hear me in there. You are the dumbest smart kid. I know. What's funny is I use that all the time and, People probably think that I'm mean to my child, but I truly mean it to Xavier because I'm like, he's he's in all these gifted classes and it's like, I ask him to do something very simple and he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I'm like, man, you've got to be the dumbest smart kid I know.
1: If you were just dumb, I wouldn't expect nothing of you. Right? No, you're not. Um, That's great. You had the whole thing. I just had the dumbest smart kid part. I really um, liked the "When did the circus
0: come into town?" I didn't see no tracks, no <laughs> <laughs> so I had to
1: I had to pull those together. Yeah, oh. <laughs> you know, I think it's just the things I probably saw him like you know, Mission Impossible. Like the things right. you think about with John Voight, and then mm-hmm. you see him in this, and you just if you ever thought John Voight was a serious actor. Barshty Blues will ruin you for it. Like, you'll just never look at it the same way. And then because he had done it, he went all in for Mr. Sir on Holes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Great movie, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, I love Mox asking Tweeter. Tweeter? Yeah. You think you'll enjoy prison? Yeah. Huh? (laughs) (laughs) It's (laughs) just... I love that that's the only part of that
0: uh, exchange that you can put in there and it yes, gets yes, right yes. to the point of what right what them. is, yep. Oh Goodness gracious. Um, I, I love the way uh, that uh, uh, Papa Harbor delivers it because um, he, he and um, Mox's dad are going back and forth because they had their own rivalry uh, whenever they were growing up, of course. And he goes, how about you, Johnny? You think you're better than my boy? like it just kind of like it just stares darts into him, and then mox is like i i just i could not care less
1: <laughs> yeah um this one's a little it's uh, it's mox and billy bob hanging out okay having their having their heart to heart our emotional core of the movie that mm-hmm. ends with this this is why yep. we love this movie you have right. an emotional moment that ends with these lines because it says, uh, it says something about his, his scrawny butt. Yeah. Or a bony butt. And mocks him back and goes, Hey, I don't have a bony butt. I have a very nice butt. And Billy Bob goes, It is kind of nice. Like, it's so, <laughs> it's so he's like holding the shotgun. He's drinking. Right. He's crying. It ah. is kind of nice. <laughs>
0: I can't believe we've gotten this far i feel like you're just like you you got to say it earlier so you want me to say it um i give it a tan a tan oh twitter response is better correct (laughs) yes (laughs) i got one last one and i can't
1: believe you you don't have it i got three more okay um i love billy bob comes running up to mox they scan my cat. I can play. <laughs> it's like they scan. <laughs> they give you cat scan. Oh, cat scan.
0: Okay. 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 Um, so the uh, the aforementioned sheriff show up whenever Twitter steals the uh, their uh, their sheriff's car, and uh, and he goes, "Congratulations!" And he goes, and the sheriff goes, "On what?" He goes, on getting such cute mountainy hats." <laughs>
1: oh that one's good I didn't have that one somehow I did miss that one on my list oh man that one Um, it's a great one Yeah, Um, I love it's how he says it it's the delivery but they're talking to Miss Davis before they go back into class after they've learned about her second occupation Um, and Billy Bob just goes goes, Miss Davis did you go to prom with me (laughs) just the way he says it Gets me every time. Uh, yeah. Um, and then I've, uh, when they run the hook and ladder, uh, the announcers. Or no, it's not. It might be when they block the punt. Um, yeah. I can that Billy Bob, yep. man child, got his own zip code. <laughs> Fantastic. Which is great. Yeah.
0: Those guys are real, like Texas football announcers. Oh, right? yes, they are. Yeah. So I'll have more on that later. Ooh, nice 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 all right uh, have my own rabbit hole to go down at that point <sighs> this one's really difficult but uh which one would do you want me to go first sure
1: i give it a tan i think that's it yeah i, I say has that has to time. be it yeah, anytime all something time. i give it a yes. tan i give it a and tan. my kids just look at me weird and i am not explaining it to them correct it's not happening yes yeah but Joni knows what it's from, so I'm, I'm safe. My message is getting through to the person that needs to get it. So. Correct. Yep. <laughs> I need to say it in church sometime <laughs> just to see who laughs so right. I know who has right. watched Varsity Blues so that I can pray more for them like I should for myself for knowing the movie this well. But Correct. <laughs> All right. Let's move on to Recognize My Face. My face is here. Recognize it. I I don't know if I have anybody for recognize my face. So I toyed with Allie Larder here, but that one's more personal because I didn't watch Final Destination. Mm. I watched Heroes, but I don't remember it. Like, gotcha. And so she's mostly just from Legally Blonde for me. (laughs) Uh, Okay. But I'm like, that would make sense. But I know her name right away. So I'm like, it's Allie Larder. So she probably fits in one of these other categories for most people. Okay. But like, it just hasn't hit there for me. Or I'm kind of like, oh, yeah. the only
0: person i could come up with was richard linback uh or lineback which uh is lance's dad and i cannot i knew him before varsity blues but now he's just the guy from varsity blues to me but like he literally was in everything like that we would have watched like with our parents or around our parents or saw on like reruns but like the Waltons and Love Boat, Fantasy Island, like just like one and two episodes here and there. Mash yeah. T.J. Hooker, Night Rider, like literally was a that guy. Matlock, MacGyver, Max Headroom, uh, like everything, everything. So it's just really Dallas, like just it's crazy. So there's not really much. And then he was like in the '90s, he was in like Speed and twister tin cup so i was just like all right this guy's got to be just from amalgamation of like all of these movies and shows that like just randomly that i've seen you know but it's probably yeah. from this but that's the only thing i could possibly come up with
1: yeah it was it was weird in that way this is usually yeah. like our huge oh i have like five, especially this kind of a movie this old you would expect there to right. be more right and there just wasn't
0: so. i think it's because like all of the, the other Uh, categories are flush with people so it was like easy to put them into some of those other categories at least it was for me you know
1: i have several yeah
0: yeah so um all right
1: uh great names and casting what do you got also not the best i got a few but this is not our normal outstanding work Uh, at least i didn't christopher meister was a little funny yeah like what's up meister yeah yeah. um john Gattens plays a character his his character name was just smiling man i'm like <laughs> i've watched this movie t- 30 times i don't even know who this character is supposed to be right um, and that showed up in the top part like if you read through imbd like it does like cast and then hits a point where it's like rest of cast in alphabetical order no he's in the top half somehow How is smiling man in the top half of this <laughs> cast list i don't know right um olin buchanan that was a little fun i didn't know how olin olin i don't know how to say his name um, and then Bristy Havens was kind of a funny name, but then she just plays cute naked girl. I'm like, there's a credit you want. Right. There's, there's one to write home to mom and dad about. Hey, right. check it out. I got a cast list. I'm a, I have a credit in this movie. What do you play? Uh, cute naked girl. <laughs> <laughs> Grandma, check it out.
0: Yeah. The only thing that I could think of was not even actually in the IMDb um, uh there's one in the IMDb, but the other, the one that I really liked. So Chet McNerdy, M-C-N-U-R-T-Y, uh, was a pretty good one. Um, I, I don't even know who that was, though. I think that was the guy that... that uh, one of the announcers? No, I think that was the guy that showed up to uh, the parties, uh, if oh. I'm not mistaken. <laughs> so, um, But the one of the announcers' names was... Stubby Stub Daddy Tanner. <laughs> so that's my winner. Stubby that Stub win. Daddy Tanner. It's wins. like this guy has a nickname on top of an already nickname because there's no way that his parents <laughs> named him Stubby. Stubby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, good stuff. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, we're definitely going with Stubby Stub Daddy. <laughs>
0: And, and At first, I was like, did he call him Stud Daddy? Oh, no, <laughs> Stub Daddy. Stubby Stub Daddy Tanner. <sighs> Ugh. All right. Um, By the way, I hated that there were no uh, closed captions on this. Uh, uh, or did you watch it on Paramount Plus? I watched on Paramount. I, just, it, I didn't turn them well on, though. Okay. I don't think they had any because I had my DVD, and it, it was definitely not on there.
1: So, <laughs> um, All right. Who beefed? And does it hold up? Um. (laughs) Um, Well, we already mentioned tweeter has uh, aged poorly. Folks don't just, just don't listen to tweeter. Okay. He talks about girls. He talks about basically anything. Just, just, yes. Yeah. Um, Let him, let him hit old guys creepily hanging out at high school parties with baseball bats. Otherwise. Right. (laughs) um, This, uh, if, if there's ever someone that questions the need for concussion protocol in the NFL, just let him right. watch this movie. Yep. This, that was that part's accurate too. Like mm-hmm. that's how guys work. Like if dudes got hit in the head when I was in high school, nobody, my junior, year, our kicker got knocked out on the opening kickoff. Like, and I got to stay next to him and babysit him for most of the game where he continually kept asking me what happened oh, for like okay. the next two hours. I don't think he ever went to a hospital. I don't think it, he just went home for the night afterwards. Like, you know, he didn't play for the rest of the game either to my coach's credit, but like you just didn't do that. Like some dude had to like be broken in half to go to the hospital back in the day and really get checked out by an actual doctor. We were like, nah, the trainer can just look at you for a minute. Okay. You're alive. You're yeah. fine. Um, But look, I'm going to poke a million holes in this thing during quibbles yeah. when it comes to some football logical stuff. Um, I'm pretty sure this, this movie starts the, the player empowerment era throughout sports like this is the this is the genesis point for it yep um so some of that seems kind of dated because we're like why is this coach such a big deal because that's just not how things are anymore um but if you take a somewhat armageddon approach and just throw out some logic Mm -hmm. it's just fun and like these characters are fun if you can get past all the cringy stuff (laughs) yeah um But, like, the attitude behind it, like, this is such a huge deal for this town. And it's so easy to get trapped and wrapped up in this if you live here and, like, trying to break out like Mox is trying to do and and rise above that. Like, all those things still ring true perfectly fine. Um, So, in those regards, it holds up. It's still entertaining. But, yeah, I'm going to poke a million holes in um, some football logic later on. But... I yeah, don't care you, about
0: them. <laughs> now you you hit on most everything that I was going to. The knee recovery time uh was kind of interesting like he said like a year and a half and something like that now is like it would be routine for a uh a high school quarterback yeah uh, to to have a knee surgery, you know, and, and just be like, "Oh, okay, yeah, he can he can probably make it back uh for for next year, you know."
1: Yeah. They're uh, like talking if he'll ever play again. Right. And now we're like Okay, he's out for a year. Like it's no big deal anymore. Yeah, and of course it was exacerbated by
0: playing on it with a bunch of scar tissue and stuff like yeah. that. Maybe that's what they were talking about. But yeah, just kind of interesting. So, all right, least favorite scene. I've, I think that we we have uh, two two nominees that uh, oh, will yes. be unanimous, um, and
1: at least at least one of them leads to something funny. Like right. Billy Bob asking his teacher to the prom is still funny, even if all yeah. the reasoning behind it. Um, but you could just get rid of Darcy completely. Yeah. Like there's no point, no offense to Ali Larder. It's not anything to do with her. Like this character could just go, um, which means the whipped cream bikini thing can just go and we don't have to deal with that. This kind of cracks me
0: up because we're going to talk about it again later. (laughs) Um, only because we have to. Yeah. So, but yeah, those, those could go. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Um, If you were to edit, uh, same thing. We don't need the stripper teacher subplot. It was completely unnecessary in every way. The Darcy seat, like, I I think that you're right in one aspect, but we do need to have Mox, like, he does need to be, like, he needs to go kind of trial by fire, like, testing him to see, like, hey, you're you're getting this, uh, uh, all of this, like, fame and adulation yeah. like what are you going to do with it you know so i mean that makes more sense than the than the other one <laughs> <laughs> they're right. both unnecessary yes but, yeah all right it's, it's it's what
1: you've been waiting for the plot holes and quibbles oh man um all right look Kilmer is a horrible human being. I'm not trying to argue this. I'm pretty sure he was in the villains draft. I'm blanking at the moment, but I, I'm pretty you, you, sure you definitely. Took drafted him. Hilmer, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like yep. he deserves to be in that draft. Okay. The, uh, the medical side, the joke, you know, all those things terrible should not happen. But for a high school coach to actually want a player to run the plays he called is okay. Like, yeah, he's the coach. He's so this this idea that the second team offense just comes out and Moxon just makes up his complete own offense. As much as I love the oop de oop and it's great, <laughs> right? Like no, this this kid at that point he should get completely yeah. harassed by this coach. This is what it's yeah. it's deserved. Like what are you <laughs> doing? You're running this stupid, ridiculous play. This does not happened. I don't understand how this football team works yeah. at all. Are there any assistant coaches anywhere on this? They sort of show them in the background occasionally, but they never do anything, right? Um, yeah, it's just this is not at all. No, no. The second team offense runs what the first team offense runs because they're there to back up the like. Under the scenario, Moxon would have no idea what any of these play calls are when he gets called into the game.
0: Well, and he calls them the scout team essentially, like the dummies, so or like you're my scout yeah. team, like. But so that would mean they're running against running like. Against like the defense and right you know, it, and they're running, the, pl- they're running the they the plays that the other team is going to play on friday night
1: right yes yeah. yeah not just making stuff up to hey let's right. just do this crazy no no not not happening sorry yeah um I'll just stick with the football once then we'll, we'll swing back. through some other things that are just ridiculous. Okay. Um, Bud Kilmer, terrible coach at six, you win 66 to three. And at the end of this game, your, your quarterback, who's your backup is in because the starter broke himself. Right. Is out there running the ball, diving into the end zone. That was dude. Yeah. This is, what are you doing? Like, this is awful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Headling hurt for head first into the end zone in a game. You're winning by 60 points. Yeah. Good call. As much fun as the end of the movie is, when we come out after the halftime confrontation, this is not happening. They're not letting these high school. There's no coaches. Like, there's no assistant coaches to stick around. You let the the former quarterback on crutches just come out here and call plays, which, by the way, he's wearing a headset, but who's on the other end of the headset? And he never has it on, like, half the time. There's, there's one time they, like, pan back to him. It might be when he's calling the, the hook and ladder. And I think yes. it's actually on his ears. That's the only time. It's always just around his neck. It's just an accessory. Like, did he just put it on so the refs think that he's talking to somebody? Like, right? Um, yeah, that 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 one's not happening. Um, we already mentioned how dumb it is, wasting how time wasteful it is for mocks to hit mascots in the face. Um, also, when when Tweeter does not get out of bounds, um, the clock still stops briefly in high school games while they reset the chains for first downs. Same thing happens in college, right? right? Mm -hmm. This is not the NFL. um, So it doesn't just keep rolling. Sorry. I know Texas high school is a big deal. It's not that big a deal. They're not that level. So there's a little, that was a small one because they had like 20 something seconds. So it's not like they ran out of time, but they would have had a little more time than that. Um, And as much as I love Billy Bob and as much as this would be an awesome play, nobody runs a hook and ladder to their left guard. Correct. It just doesn't happen. This is not how the play works. The timing of this play could not happen at all. Cause he can't go downfield until after this ball is caught at all. Right. Like this is a dumb play. He basically ends up catching the ball, like two steps past the line of scrimmage. Right. And if he got tackled, <laughs> it would have been for like a gigantic loss. <laughs> yes. Like, it's ridiculous. So as much fun as it is to let Billy Bob score the winning touchdown and have this heroic moment. And me of all people should not be dumping on the fat guy, getting his moment in the sun. Um, we don't have John Madden there to say that you get the fat guy dance and the fat guy spike afterwards, right. like replacements. But yeah, it's always a bit of a like, because I'm like, it's just too, it's it went too far for me with the yeah. hook and ladder to the lineman play. So yeah, and just sticking with football and they win districts in the state of Texas where there are playoffs because we mentioned. That right. we've been to the playoffs and won state twice, which you've only won state twice. What kind of a coach is Bud Kilmer? Um, <laughs> twice in like thirty years, and we're supposed to make a big deal about you? You get <laughs> fired in Texas if that's he, how many times you won.
0: He had twenty-one opportunities to lose in this in the state
1: champion or in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> but then the season's just over; like it's their last game. Uh, right. Maybe it's because they figured out, hey, you don't have a coach; you can't play anymore. I don't know. <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm pretty sure that like 27 dads from the town of West Caden are coming out to coach that football team the next week, if they have to so they can play in the playoffs, but right. So those are all my, my football quibbles that I had. Like there's just, and there's plenty of over the top, like the scene where the, yeah. the linebacker flies over the running back, trying to block and just hits mock straight in the head, like right. watching himself. Like, mm-hmm. no, no. Yeah. Um,
0: the first video of them playing pop Warner, shows mox with the ball because that's kind of how the movie ends but lance would definitely have had that ball as the qb1 like because he's been qb1 forever
1: and has mox <laughs> just been qb2 like did they let him play yes. another position or has he just been sitting on the bench reading books since peewees because right. this poor kid like yeah. how did he ever even learn to throw the ball sitting behind lance arbor <laughs> yeah um, I, I feel like this is
0: I don't I didn't know where to put this, but quibbles. I, I feel like they should have had Tweeter make the concussion joke, because Mox like it just kind of feels like like forced in like the next game that Mox is worried about like Billy Bob's concussion after he's like made a joke about it like the the game before, you know? Yeah. So it just didn't didn't really ring true, um, and so that was just kind of a a little quibble there um uh when Lance gets hurt the play actually should have been called dead um because Billy Bob comes out of his stance and falls forward so it's at a false start and yes, so they should must- have just been they should have just been playing or they should have just been blowing the whistle dead like that guy wouldn't even wouldn't
1: come nowhere near uh Lance Harbor so yeah, yeah. true uh, tweeter would get flagged about five times a game for taunting too by the way that's Sorry, true I forgot that. yes like it's when you catch a pass and then try and hand it to the defender to, to mess with them. Yeah. They're throwing a flag, especially in a high yeah. school game. Okay. Um,
0: And why are we running a hook and ladder from what looks like the 15 yard line anyway? Like, like right. that's a, that's a, like you're, you're desperate like for a large chunk play, like yeah, 80 yards down the
1: field. Not- well, when you have no coaches and the pretty boy quarterback who broke himself is calling plays, which so those are some great signals by the way. I was just going to say that. (laughs) Like, I I wonder if the other team deciphered the signal, Jim Harbaugh's not on that other sideline. So they weren't able to steal those signals and figure that out. So, (laughs) yeah. So, um, I've got one non-football one. Did you want to go non-football? Sure. Um, (laughs) I want to know why he makes his little brother buy him condoms. That's, that's really on my list. <laughs> as funny as it is to watch. Cause that's when he's in his uh, Muslim face. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's all dressed all Malcolm X style over there. He says yeah. that's a lot. Of <laughs> it's, it's funny, but uh, why right. exactly yeah. are we, um, who goes out the night before a game, by the way, the drinking night is the yeah. night before a game. Like, Kilmer actually is allowed to be ticked off at you for this moment. Like you're hungover for the game, at least do it the night after or something like, right. I played with plenty of guys that they were not out at it. Well, okay. As far as I know, they weren't hanging out at the strip club all night, but like, I'm sure they did plenty of dumb things. They didn't invite the preachers get along for those trips. Um, I was their guilty conscience or something, I guess. I don't know. I wasn't allowed to know about such things. Um, not by my parents by my friends so right <laughs> <laughs> they didn't do it on Thursday night and then go play Friday night like right we at least like like Kilmer is allowed to be mad at you for this moment like right they they build up where everything that Kilmer does is just bad I'm like no when you run plays that don't exist in your offense that you're just doing your own thing the coach is allowed to get on to you when yeah. you show up hungover and totally blow a game you should win easily he's allowed to be mad at you like Yes, there's other things. There's no excuse for. He's still the yeah. bad guy. of The movie, no doubt. But come on, um, those are just ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and then the whole town knows that they went out for that night, but somehow nobody in town knows that the uh, teacher is also a stripper. I don't. Right. I, <laughs> nobody knows how. how ah, that part doesn't doesn't ring with reality yeah um, did you notice the name of the strip club by the way yes that was is that an homage in in the show friday night lights are they paying homage to to varsity blues is there a connection here i don't or is know it's just happy or, uh, random circumstance
0: yeah. i don't know i feel uncomfortable with this line of questioning <laughs> 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 um the uh the director doesn't know or doesn't understand how shotguns work like (laughs) mox mox hits Kilmer's sign on the football field from like 50 yards away with a tight spread like yeah so that was that was my big my big quibble so that is that is a good one all right what you all have been waiting for uh we've got breakout performance what do you got here breakout i didn't put anybody you didn't put anybody oh goodness okay i didn't i put everybody here all you right. went breakout for everybody i went breakout for everybody so okay this is, this is ali larder's movie debut you mentioned this i i happened to watch all of these movies i don't know why i was into like like somewhat horror movies that weren't like Terrible Final Destination
1: is a little more like thrillery, yeah, probably than horror. So, yeah,
0: so yeah. she was on House on Haunted Hill, Final Destination, Legally Blonde. She was in a failed um, Western movie with Colin Farrell and Scott Con called American Outlaws, but she was like the female lead in it. She was in Resident Evil: Extinction, and you also mentioned Heroes. Um, so just kind of a like went right into kind of the like there aren't great movies, but she was like leading a uh, female lead in a lot of them you know I think final that's destination fair. final destination and legally blonde were like really big movies House on haunted Hill was just kind of a okay you're a lead in a, a a movie that was had a wide theatrical release you know so uh but we're not so remember this is breakout this is not that they yes. are bef- like before they were stars uh Paul Walker um so this year, he has, and this movie comes out first. But I'm willing to entertain. Is it this or she's all that, or is
1: it a combination of both of them? I think it's Fast and Furious. I think. I think it was just a whole other level with Fast and Furious. That's that that's, see, that's where that's, I count. So that's I what I was going to say. It's a second breakout. Okay, that's okay. fair though. Okay. I think that's. It could go either. I don't know. I put him in before they ever started. just cause the level he hits with the fast and furious franchise is just a, it's a different stratosphere compared to these movies.
0: It is. But like, if you think about it, like, so before we get to fast and Furious, there's a few movies in there that I wanted to, uh, that I'm going to look up real quick. Um,
1: I mean, I'm actually partial to the skulls. It a was little. just, I, I was just going to say
0: it was just, <laughs> it was skulls. Um, See, so yeah, it's only like two years, right? Fast and Furious yes. is One, yeah. Okay, I just got too excited, <laughs> but still, I think that those are the movies that I remember Paul Walker from. Versus, it's like I counted it as like a second a breakout that would take him like, like you said, just into a into super duper startup, You know, so yeah, I see your point. And it was still leaving that. it where I had it, but I see your point. Yeah. Yeah. Because it wasn't like, like Fast and the Furious was popular, but it wasn't like as popular as it is now. And like, True. But that vaulted him into like Joyride and like all those other movies that yeah. he would do like in between when before it became like ridiculously popular. So um, I've got Scott Kahn in there too. I went before there were stars on this one too. See. This is where I just don't think he meets muster here. So it's Amer- American Outlaws, Ready to Rumble, and like Ready to Rumble is like really niche. I think yeah. you and I are probably the, <laughs> like the two people that remember <laughs> Ready to Rumble. List. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, boiler Room, Gone in 60 Seconds, and you like Gone I in 60, love seconds, gone in 60 like, seconds. And we like Oceans as well. Yes. So it's like all movies that we like. But if like you were to be like Scott Con like the first thing a lot of people would probably say is tweeter and then go, isn't he on the Hawaii five Oh, like uh show. For, I don't like, know. I forever? think oceans
1: might be ocean's up there probably, just because, yeah. just because of how big that movie was. Yeah. I mean, he's like numbered like nine out of the 11 or something. That's but, and that's, that's my only beef with it. Yeah. Right. So. That, yeah. yeah. I might okay. have to lean with you on that one then. up in okay. there because oceans, by the way, how, how do you go from like, two years later, two years after this, you're getting to be in Ocean's Eleven. Like, who watched that film? It was like, hey, see this kid in Varsity Blues? Let's get this guy. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Let's get this tweeter guy. (laughs) And how different him and
0: Casey Affleck's careers have gone like this. Oh, wow. Playing brothers. Yeah. Um, Amy Smart is the last one I have. She's got Rat Race, Road Trip, Butterfly Effect, Just Friends with Ryan Reynolds, all just kind of like, little niche comedy movies yeah. and like right. except for butterfly effect but like just enough to be like hey they broke out but like then they just kind of tail off you know
1: that's why i put her in julia styles oh okay because after just friends yeah it's like nothing. a nosedive it is yeah and like no was she ever going to be like here's this oscar winning you know no we're never okay. she's going to go the scott Conrad route more than the um right casey affleck route like you just like no, we're not gonna do like serious, hard hitting, crazy move, but like there's like nothing after just friends. Yeah. Um, and like that was a point, like you're like, she's like going opposite Ryan Reynolds when he's taken off. And right. Like there's a comparison. Like at mm-hmm. just friends, this is equal footing, like Amy Smart and Ryan Reynolds. This is that's not equal footing anymore. You're like, who's Amy right. Smart since then? Mm-hmm. So I put it in Julia Styles just because I'm like, where did this person go? what happened because there's still plenty of credits i've just never heard of any of this stuff (laughs) right so for
0: sure okay julius styles why didn't they make it you already talked about it was that the only one that you had there? that was the only one i put there i went i went out of sorts here i went i went rogue um elio swinton who plays um wendell he has no other roles, like nothing. nothing. I like, didn't even look at his. He was a former Kansas city chief. Like he went college, like signed with them as like an unrestricted, unrestricted free or not an undrafted free agent. And then probably didn't even make the team and just has that little like, Hey, I was on their practice, for of those, you know, <laughs> and so like, that's the only thing that he was ever in. So that one just wow. kind of like, I was like, I don't have anybody for this. I'll throw him in there. Cause I just thought that that was just a, a crazy note, you know,
1: nothing so, else that is crazy. Cause he's, uh, he's solid in this movie. Like I wouldn't, you wouldn't, right? you wouldn't pick him as the, like you're just some random athlete. They got to come right. in and play this role and you're never in an anything else. Guy. Right. Like, yeah. Wow. That's a good
0: one. All right. Jeff Goldblum effect. I think we both know what
1: we're doing here. James Vanderbeek, James Vanderbeek. Yep. Yeah. Look, I've watched all of Dawson's Creek every last episode. Me and my wife did it. Not when it was on, it was like, right. we had a phase like let's watch these dumb teenage shows and just in their entirety on Netflix. Cause we have nothing else to do early on when we had little kids who, you know, slept yeah. um, and didn't keep me out till all hours of the night. Like my teenage daughter does. Um, yeah, why do we know James Vanderbeek's name like just instantly? Yep, it's crazy. It's it's those Dawson's River kids sleeping in each other's beds. <laughs> He's got like so many bit rolls and stuff. Like, right? That's the, the... The Simon uh, Robin Chervatsky's like first boyfriend from Canada right. and how I met your mother like just these little things where like he's just showing up because he's James Vanderbeek he gets to come play this role for like an episode or whatever and- he must be like the coolest dude ever in real life because a lot of people do that like
0: he's got yeah. these little things they tried to make him like the Barney of speaking of uh how I met your mother they like did you ever watch don't trust the bee in apartment 23 no well, Laurie watched it for like a little bit and I was just like, I see what they're trying to do here. (laughs) Uh, um, But it was really short lived. Do you remember Texas Rangers? It was like a Western, like right after this where they tried to like make him a leading man and he was, it was just terrible and he was not good. Um, But uh, the the piece de resistance is that he was in an episode of Franklin and bash. So um, I have that going for me, which is (laughs) nice. it's like a moth it's like a moth to a flame every single time i scan the imdb there it is franklin and bash (laughs) oh man all right this might be the oh you have another i have one more before they were stars i was just gonna say i was gonna move on to before they were stars okay Okay. what do you have this is probably the the easy one that both you and i have well i had paul walker here i had scott con here
1: okay Jesse Plemons is in this movie. Yeah,
0: for like two seconds, right? You like blink and you miss him.
1: Yeah. I was just blown away reading through the list. I'm like, oh my gosh, that was like I could go. yeah. And Landry Clark is like everywhere now. So huge. All over the place.
0: Yeah. Who knew? Yep. So um, rewatched Game Night the other night with Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams. Um, He's hilarious in that too. Have you ever seen that movie? No. You have to track that down. It's like, <laughs> and it's got Kyle Chandler in it too. Yes. So it's a little Friday Night Lights uh, reunion. So yeah, it's it's a solid, funny movie that it's did, didn't necessarily need to lean on like gross out humor. It's just like, just funny. So nice. um, let's see here. Iconic moment. This is where we have to talk about it.
1: That's fair. I didn't write it down. Isn't it? I didn't, want to, right? it is I didn't want
0: to talk about it,
1: but like, but it is. It, we would be doing ourselves a disservice if we it's didn't true. say. And it whenever. would be dishonest yes. and disgenuine. That yes. is like... Yeah, the whipped cream bikini is like a huge... What people think of yes. and when they think of varsity blues. It's Actually, so- shaving cream, by the way, just for the record. I don't know where I read that at some point. <laughs> Not real whipped cream. So, um
0: Emperor Palpatine Jim Carrey unlimited power over actor award.
1: Oh my we've got, gosh.
0: We've got two really good candidates here. Actually, no, we've got three I, really good candidates. I think here. we have
1: like 12. I feel like the like the playoff committee trying to decide who should be in this college <laughs> right. playoff games. Like but I had to give it to Lance Harper's dad. Yes. I just did. The he's, voice alone, like yeah. what is up with it? Like, oh my gosh, just when he's talking, not even when he's being extra crazy, that just takes it to a whole other level. But, right. Yeah, he had to win. He made Vanderbeek's like, uh, Texas accent look normal. <laughs> yes. Everybody else fills in place once he shows up. You're like, oh, right. Are these bad? No, no, their reactions yeah. are fine. All right. We're good. No, yeah. it's not this guy. So um Amy Smart and Ali Larder
0: kind of have like these little dips here and there where they're really struggling with it um but everybody else like kind of keeps it keeps it pretty
1: well throughout so um yeah the Gilroy sideline was in contention for me they were ridiculous I forgot about that (laughs) what's happening over here that was that was up there but that was good yeah had to
0: go Harbor sad Yep um billy bob with his one play where uh he says put me in there we'll block it
1: <laughs> it was really exciting. oh i forgot i had a quibble on that one too because uh you're not allowed to hit the the center right on a kick and he just knocks him over just pulls <laughs> him and then oh, he goes God. for the up man <laughs> yeah all right so yes you're not allowed to do that because this is why because everyone would put their big huge guy and just knock over the right. center while he's snapping the ball and there'd be carnage everywhere. So, well, and even though they put it in slow motion,
0: like that timing does not work out. There no. is no way like that. The punter takes that long for Billy Bob to hit the up man and then Tweeter to come through right after <laughs> run around. The Billy stunt. Bob. <laughs> yeah. No, thanks. Yep. So, um, speaking of technical cinematography, nerd stuff, um, I think this is mostly our like football scenes. Um I feel like they're well shot, but they're just yes. so over the top in a lot of places.
1: Yeah. No, I think that's a perfect description. That like, yes, there's some there's some really cool shots. Like I mentioned Wendell high step in when the guy's kind of grabbing, probably horse collaring him actually, if I think about right. it right. Um the one where the, the dude jumps over the, the running back trying to block him and just headbutts mocks. Like, yes, these look cool. They're shot from really cool angles, that kind of stuff. But oh my gosh, this is this stuff over the top? Yeah. It, it almost it's not any given Sunday over the top, which is a different yeah. like, which is like a realistic, like we're in the middle of a war movie because it's an Oliver Stone movie. Mm-hmm. Um we're gonna show you like the grittiest, hardest version of this and get like up close and personal with with NFL linemen. But yeah. Yeah, it's a little crazy. Crit- uh, favorite song or score moment this is hard to pick mm. um so i as i was going i don't normally half the time i forget to write stuff down for song score but like it starts off and like nice guys finish last i'm like green day like just right. in, all caps in my notes right. mm. um my hero by foo fighters yep um and anytime thunderstruck appears anywhere yes that's that's gonna make no- so i had to write down all three of those they were just all all good
0: <laughs> Yeah. Uh like Collective Soul at the end with Run. I had this soundtrack, um, and that was like the the main four. Oh, and um uh going back to the scene that we don't want to, um, but the uh, the music choice was very on yes. point there. Um yes. That which shall not be named at yes. good music. Yeah. Yep. Um spiritual metaphors and illustrations. I struggled a little bit with this one, even though I think there's some easy ones there, but um, I just couldn't like shape it as well as I wanted to. So uh, Yeah.
1: This one was, I don't know. There's plenty to draw from there and yeah, it was kind of difficult to find like some coherent thoughts that actually tie those things together. Mm-hmm. Um, but James uh, talking about, if you know the good you ought to do and don't do it for you, that's a sin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Mox finally comes out of that because yeah. Kilmer's been doing this stuff all along and no one's paying attention. No one's watching. There's little signs here and there, you know, Lance is asking for more drugs or Moxie's is getting a shot before in the games. And everybody just kind of keeps quiet and really the whole town keeps quiet about anything that Kilmer does. Cause Hey, we're winning, mm-hmm. um, you know, and everybody just kind of looks the other way because, Hey, everything's going good. And so the team's good. So we don't care what's happening. And right. finally Mox had enough and everybody else, thankfully, follows him out there like doesn't they all stand up to kilmer uh, when it matters the most and and even that that part you know this idea of looking to the interest of others more than ourselves that, that paul talks yeah. about you know mm-hmm. kilmer's the opposite of this like hey i'm just going to use these kids to, to get my 23rd my 20 every time he talks about it it's always my my mm-hmm. i have brought two state titles um in like 40 years, dude, you suck. Um, <laughs> broken clocks are right twice a year. You should win more than that. Um, but, you know, that's what they often – I mean, Mox has to do that too. Like, he's putting his scholarship at risk. He's putting all this stuff. But he's like, I don't want Wendell to go through what Lance has gone through um, yeah. and for this to keep going. So, they eventually have to stand up to that and look out for each other more than just themselves. So. Well, and you can
0: see like Mox is probably thinking to a certain extent, like, man, maybe if I was paying attention instead of like reading my book all the time, maybe I could have looked out for them even more. I should have known that this was happening, like how long this has been going on kind of thing, you know, the wheels turning in his head, um, especially like as he hears like uh, Lance and and Twitter uh, sharing painkillers and and stuff like that too. But yeah, I, I feel like there's like this like, good kid who makes most of the right choices. Like he's underage drinking and, but he seems to have like a good head on his shoulders. Like he's not like, like swayed. He just wants to get out of the small town. He's done the right things to where he thinks that he's done the right things, but now he's the big man on campus now. So now he's going to go through these trials of being tempted and corrupted by the fact that he's the successful quarterback and he fails at it. Like first thing, she invites him over and it's just like, oh, I got a great thing going with my girlfriend. But like, uh, this is this is bad, you know. So <laughs> yeah. So that that was the the difficulty. But then them also realizing like Kilmer um doesn't have control over them uh anymore, and they could realize like that that they they didn't have to play for him anymore, you know. Um, there was just like the that freedom uh, that we have over sin like when we uh, when we come to Christ you know like you don't the old ways are are gone, you know like you don't have to be and like that's like during like conversion like some people are so like burdened by the past like and oh, it's gonna take a lot to like I, I could be throwing away my scholarship. I could be throwing away these friends that I've had my entire life. Um, but that was the closest thing that I, I could come for uh, a spiritual metaphor. That...
1: No, that, that one's good. You know, I mean, Billy Bob, you see that a lot with too. Like he's got this yeah. whole identity, this whole mm. old self that's wrapped up in what Kilmer thinks of him and has to come out of that. And we have to do that. Like there's lots of things that we get stripped away from us that we mm. think used to be us. That was important that, which isn't as much anymore when we come to know Jesus, he makes us those, those new creations that Paul talks about. So. Yep. All right. Um,
0: random, random. Th- oh, did you have any, anything nope. else? Okay. Random thoughts. What do you got?
1: Um. So you mentioned the announcers really are Texas high school football announcers. They're the real deal. Um, they called one of the craziest games ever. I found this, this little article mentioning this. It was at 1994 uh, Plano East versus John Tyler. Is a playoff game. Um, three minutes left. Tyler is ahead, 41 to 17. Game's over, right? Wow. Plano scores and then proceeds to kick and recover three consecutive onside oh, kicks. Oh my
0: goodness. To
1: take the lead. And then finally, you know, they're ahead now. So they're going to kick it away with just a few seconds left in the game. And Tyler returns the kickoff and still wins the game. Oh. <laughs> They got three, st- scored four times in under three minutes to take the lead and then still lost the game to the very end. And those guys called that game. That's like, nuts. There's lots of people that call it like the greatest high school football game. You can watch it on YouTube, apparently. I didn't follow the links, but nice. there's people on there like, oh, I watch it every once in a while. It's just so crazy. I'm like, that's some dedication right there. Right. Watching old YouTube high school games. Um, yeah. That was just nuts. So,
0: um, Mine's not as cool as that um thomas f duffy who plays mox's dad uh was a police officer on one episode of franklin and bash (laughs) got him
1: oh the franklin and bash Sorry. I'm going to end up watching this show for this podcast, aren't we? This is coming one of these days. No, it
0: it was mildly entertaining, but at this point, it's just a joke. So I have to stick with it. I have to mention it every time I see it now. Uh, Should
1: we have the serious conversation about Varsity Blues inspiring the player empowerment movement? Like LeBron James watched this when he was a freshman in high school or something and felt so moved by it. Right. It has led to the current state of professional sports where it's all about the players. We could. I think you can build this up and write a very serious, yes. like rolling mm-hmm. stone piece about uh, the cultural influence of varsity blues. Oh, for sure. Leading to, we don't need coaches. We can, we don't coach need ourselves. Coaches. <laughs> yeah. I rewatched this movie, not LeBron. I'm sorry. Right. I went with the wrong guy. Kyrie's oh, no. a big varsity blues fan. Yeah. I think you were right on with LeBron.
0: So. <laughs> um, Billy Bob was 28. Whenever this was filmed. I know that we've had some like That's up like, there though. Like, yeah. Um I think we're gonna when we do she's all that. Um <laughs> that uh that uh, Paul Walker was pretty old whenever he did that one, if I remember correctly. Um I can't remember. There's there's some really bad. Matthew ones Lillard's out there. probably pretty old for that yes. one too. Yep, yep. Oh huh. no, but he's supposed to be like, Oh, that's true. He's out yeah. of high school. Yeah. So, um, and speaking of Ron Lester, who plays Billy Bob spoofed his own role as Billy Bob when he played Reggie Ray in not another teen movie. I didn't realize that.
1: <laughs> Did you look at his IMDb picture? Yeah. He slimmed down. He was like one of the first people to have success to have gastric bypass, except mm. they had like major complications, like almost died. But. And then
0: he did die. Oh, did he? In June oh. of uh, 2016. Oh, dang. Yeah, so uh, well, so, so we'll not end with a dour note. No. We'll just use it now. Uh, obviously, Paul Walker passed away in 2013. Um, they did a big uh, thing for him on uh, Fast and the Furious. Uh, but uh, the guy who plays uh, Little Moxon, Joe Pickler, has been missing since... January of 2006. So like, That's... yeah, just lots of bad stuff happening to the people that were, uh, uh, in this movie. So bad juju, bad juju. All right. Let's find something better. You have anything else?
1: No. Okay.
0: <laughs> I got plenty. Um, so Mox wore uh, uh, number four as an homage to his favorite football player, Brett Favre. Um, the university of toronto trademarked the name varsity blues for its sports teams in the mid 1980s and they um they were upset that this movie presented uh, football in a negative light so they sued paramount and settled for an undisclosed amount and then set up eight scholarships for academically accomplished student athletes from it
1: so varsity blues led to academic scholarships for athletes that's go. funny
0: and then the last one, um, uh, James Vanderbeek. Surprise, does not know how to throw a football, or it looked so bad that they could not like let him do it. Like that is obviously Scott Con out there, right? Yeah. Like, and uh, I don't know. Maybe they did a good job with Paul Walker, but it looked like him out there. It was definitely Wendell uh, was out there. That's why yeah. he was playing. Um, but, um, they've got, uh, Ron Gardier, um, who played for our, uh, university of Texas from 1989 to 1992. Um, he was the Texas quarterback, the only person to ever win the red river shootout four times. Wow! Um, and he threw for like 7,000 yards and, uh, almost 50 touchdowns. And he sets 10 school records as the Longhorns won the Southwest conference football championship. That was For those people that are just like, what does that mean? Uh, That was their conference affiliation at the time uh, during his junior and senior years. So, just out here, like seven years after he had graduated from college, uh, was just out there slinging it.
1: (laughs) Nice. Which is the only thing it it looks
0: good compared. It does look
1: good. Yeah. Yeah. Banderby can't throw. Billy Bob can't get in a stance either. By the way, like you could knock that dude over in a second. Like I know he He's passes out and falls over forward, right? but the way he is, you could just push him over when the ball snapped. It's it's over. Okay. He's not blocking anybody.
0: Oh goodness! All right, you already spoiled this, but uh, you think by you think the Billy Bob is uh, that's whose movie is it? Yeah, I give him a ten. A ten. I'll, I'll still give it to Vanderbeek. He carries this movie enough that, uh, but but
1: Billy Bob is a very close second. He's so. my favorite thing in this movie. I love yeah. Billy Bob. Yeah. Drinking um, syrup with his pig and everything. So, Like,
0: enough that I don't still think, like, notice that I didn't put him in, why didn't they make it? Like, I wasn't like, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't under no, any no, We put him in
1: Goldblum. We know who he is.
0: Yeah, we know who he is. <laughs> so that's not just me, like, projecting, like, a lot of people that don't like this movie are just like, James Vanderbeek just was not
1: believable in that role. And I'm like, eh. I think it works. Like, yeah. I think it works all right. He's yeah. not supposed to be Paul Walker's character. Like, he's not right. supposed to be the stud. He's like supposed to be kind of a surprise. Like, oh, wait, you actually can do this? Yeah. Um, although apparently in real life, he couldn't do this. But <laughs> <laughs> now I want to see him throw. Um, there's, there's gotta that, be some youtube footage out there somewhere right yeah he seems like the kind of guy that would lean into something that funny that he actually yeah. can't throw football that he would just let it be out there but maybe Cause, not because there's some really bad like actors throwing
0: montages out there like <laughs> you you don't have to look far to find them there was this one movie that laurie watched called the deaf that i was just like and it had a scene with a guy who's supposed to be the quarterback and it's the worst thing you've ever seen in your life. So, yeah, but, all right, that's all we have for varsity blues. We hope you enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, if you have any thoughts of your own, uh, hit us up on our Facebook page at the Phileo podcast, uh, and comment there, or you can comment at Instagram, uh, at Phileo podcast, all one word, all lowercase, uh, or shoot us an email at Phileo podcast at gmail.com. Hey buyers. Do you want to hear the new uh, filet podcast ending? Yeah. What's it called? It's called the new filet podcast ending.
1: (laughs) I knew what you were going to say. This made me laugh. Okay.
0: (sighs) Great job. Good brownies. Good brownies.